When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets class open up your textbooks to boy meets girl meets boy meets world season five episode eight chapter titled chasing angela every week when i edit this podcast i hear myself go open up the books and i get so annoyed with myself so what do you this do? week open up textbooks <laughs> like because i say it so fast like the words don't form and this week I was like, I'm going to correct that. And then I was like, I don't know how. So I just said the words really slow. I listen to it every week and I hear, open up your textbooks. Let so. me tell you what the worst thing in the world is. Editing your own voice every week. Because... Is it worse than editing my voice every week? Yeah. Because everything I hear myself say and do, I'm like, ugh, why? Just, why did you say that like that? Or why do you speak that way? You really need to get the confidence of Angela. Oh, I agree. Do you have the confidence of Angela? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm super confident That's about the, everything. That's the biggest lie. <laughs> of all the lies that I've heard, that's the biggest. Um, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And we have confidence. <laughs> um, anyway, how have you been, Tanya? I've been actually pretty good this week. Wow. Yeah, it feels good to feel good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's been it's been like a decent week. Nothing crazy happened. Just like it was just a pretty steady week. The kids acted normal most of the week. Like That's the craziest thing about 2021 um is the fact that one week ago our country was in turmoil and people were Threatening to literally overtake it, right? Mm -hmm. And this week, we're like, it was a pretty good week. Yeah, because it was, I mean, so we're still like dealing with the effects of that. As close as we are to D.C., we're dealing with, with the effects of what happened in our capital. Mm -hmm. um, right now, like, I mean, we have friends who have gone into D.C. My boss has gone into D.C. and had to take different routes because, like, there's soldiers everywhere. Like, soldiers, not police, that there are soldiers just everywhere in D.C. But for us, like, we've learned to be able to breathe when nothing insane is happening well, and that's, in our lives. When that's what I'm saying. Like, so much happens now on a regular basis that we're like, oh, that was a week ago. We're fine now. Yeah. Um, oh, humans are resilient. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I didn't want to start talking about a bummer, but it's just crazy, like, how well, everything's nice now. Yeah. I mean, um, it was a good week. Like, mm -hmm. you know, work was not bad, and um, my my media consumption was mostly happy things, mm -hmm. and um, I don't know. We're over halfway through our whole 30 for January, which mm -hmm. also like brings on like good feelings yeah. when you're eating like, only yeah, I know my things. stomach feels great right now. I, okay. So for me, <laughs> I feel better. I still somehow I like, I'm on the most restrictive diet 
and still somehow find things where I'm like, I think it'll be fine if I eat this, and then just destroys my entire weekend, basically. Right. Um, but you said media consumption. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about media consumption really quick. Okay. We are a podcast that talks about TV show particular, but there's another show that I want to talk about. I've seen very divisive opinions on social media. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Crazy divisive. Really? From people I really like, appreciate, and trust. Like um, people whose opinions I normally listen to and watch what they watch or don't watch what they watch because of the things mm-hmm. they say. And they have said they hate this show. What? Uh, but then I've seen other people who are just like, this is the most amazing show. And I'm like, I'm on your team. I've only seen amazing. No, no, not me. It's literally probably 50-50 for me. Wow. Um, What show are we talking about, you ask? I'm asking. What is it? Oh, okay. WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, which you all have anyway, because we're watching Boy Meets World together. Right. Um, or you're watching it through other means, in which case, WandaVision's rolling there too. Um, <laughs> WandaVision is, so far, two episodes in, fucking phenomenal. But I can see where people are coming from, where mm-hmm. they're like, ah, I'm just not feeling it. Because it's a slow show. It's a, it's a, it's basically an old school sitcom what, but you're slowly watching some other plot play out. And mm-hmm. it's just like this constant feeling of unease and weird, but also this like joy and jubilance uh, on the on the normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that meant. On the normal. On the normal. But like on the surface, the surface is um, they're happy They're It's, you know, an old school sitcom, like you said, and everything is simple. It has a very simple, like, aesthetic to it. Um, They get in, you know, into crazy antics or whatever, but they're, like, crazy antics for the 1950s. Right. Um, But, like you said, you feel weird. Mm -hmm. Like, and it is played so brilliantly. Like, just every actor who comes on the screen has studied old sitcoms because their body language, their inflection, the everything is just phenomenal. And I grew up watching black and white sitcoms all the time. Like, it was my favorite thing to watch, all of them, mm-hmm. just constantly. So for me, it really feels nostalgic to watch Paul Bettany, who's one of my favorite actors, um, play this part. And it is so good. Yeah. Like, I hope it holds up, but... The first two episodes have shown me that they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I suggest you watch it. And I also suggest you kind of like take all that into account. Like you're watching something slowly play out. You're not going to watch boom, boom, boom every week. Now this crazy is happening and the world's exploding. Like right. it's a very slow Marvel show, but I love it. Yeah, so far, two episodes in. I yeah. mean, we, we can't say, like, if it's going to get more fast-paced or what's going to happen right. with it. Um, it's, I don't know. Watch it. Watch it. Tell us what you think. Find our Facebook group or find us on Twitter and let us know how you feel about WandaVision. Anyway, what else have we been up to, you asked? Well, what? so last week I said something that I probably shouldn't have said because I feel like... Oh, no. 
I feel like you received it in a way that was like, well, I can't talk about video games at all anymore. <laughs> what have you been playing? No, no chance. That's what? over. I'm going to start a video game podcast on the side. You've done that before. I know. And apparently I need it in my life or <laughs> I I can't talk about TV shows. So um, I've been playing stuff and that's fine. I also got super into it. Now, let me tell you how disappointed I am in myself. Um, I, there was a viral tweet going around, which was based off of, I mean, which was, it was, it was stolen. TikTok. It was stolen from TikTok, literally. Um, I mean, this, this tweet got millions of retweets, but the guy who posted it on TikTok, like, didn't get any of the traffic for that. Um, but it's of them singing sh- sea shanties, a, a specific sea shanty. I forget which one it's, what it is. Uh, it's the Weller Man. And, um... I was just obsessed with it, and and somebody said like, "Oh, this is going to be 2021 sea shanties," and I was like, "Yes, that's what I want is sea shanties in 2021." I've always loved sea shanties. Uh, I love that kind of like that that minor key tone that they take. Um, I, I've always thought that like Jim Henson songs have a very sea shanty feel to them in in the old Muppets and in in uh, uh, Fraggle Rock. Like, there's that kind of like. Uh, tone change in it um and i thought like it was just me and this one other person on twitter who were like yeah 2021 sea shanties uh, it's it's everybody in the whole world on tiktok but i don't pay attention to tiktok so i didn't know and now i'm part of a tiktok trend <laughs> i'm like fully into this tiktok he's trend. three months late on a tiktok trend <laughs> yeah but i feel like 2021 is a great sea shanty year like, 2020 was such a bullshit year. Why not? Like, like no c- matter what happens in 2021, at least we have sea shanties. Right. We've got the camaraderie of the sea shanty. Uh, because it's that's what they take. They need a group of people who've been through a bunch of shit. I'm putting way too much stock in this. I just love sea shanties. All right. Sea Shanty 2021. You heard it here. No. Absolutely yeah, first. 100% first. Yeah, no. Brand new. <laughs> hit hit TikTok. Hey, you guys. Get- I know you haven't heard of this before, but um, Sea Shanties. Yeah. You don't want to You wanna hear about something else new and cool? TikTok. <laughs> I, heard, I found out about TikTok. It's this underground streaming app that you can find where people post Sea Shanties. <laughs> But what else have we been doing, you ask again? Oh, what? Oh, we've been watching Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 8, Chapter Titled. Chasing Angela. Chasing Angela. We finally get to the shocking conclusion. Is this a Chasing Amy reference? Oh. Because you know, like, they're all, like, they're all, like, references to something. Is this a Chasing Amy reference? No, it for sure is. It's gotta be. This was right, right, I mean, this was the year, I think, that Chasing Amy came out. Uh, Chasing Amy was so good. Was it? Because I don't think it holds up. It probably doesn't. I haven't seen it in 20 years. I think I watched it last year. Why? Because I wanted to. Um, Yeah, it probably doesn't hold up. It probably very much lives in the 90s. Yes. Um, uh, But I loved it then. Mm -hmm. I loved it in the early 2000s. I think our understanding of things in the 90s was not where it is now. And so it almost seemed progressive mm-hmm. in the 90s. It did. And now it's like, oh, this is not great, yeah. guys. <laughs> but I mean, for what it was in the 90s, it 
I could see that. It definitely was a progressive thing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, I'm sure it's not good now. Mm -hmm. But for that period of time, it was one of those things where you could kind of go like, um, I don't know. It's bad. <laughs> I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, like things in my head, it's bad. But it was a good movie. Anyway. Kind of like how I'm watching New Girl and it's bad. Like almost all of the content of the show New Girl is atrocious. It's only like eight years ago. Yeah. Like how did they do that? Well, it was 10 years ago. Okay. How did they do that? I don't know. And, and make the jokes that they made and do the things that they did that recently. And the show is still being watched on such a high level. <sighs> I don't know, because there's heart there. It's it's kind of yeah. like with The Office. There's a lot of really bad content in The Office, mm -hmm. but it's all done with heart, and it's all done with this kind of like a... Well, they're kind of stupid, yeah, or... Yeah, he doesn't know better, or whatever. And, and it works on that end, but it also works for the people who don't see that end, right? right? Like, I heard one of our children last week quoting one of Michael Scott's bits... And it was a bad one. Mm -hmm. And I had to say, don't ever quote that. Like, right. you're literally quoting a moment where he's being awful. Right. And later learns that that was him being awful. Right. Don't do the middle part, because that's the bad part. Right. Anyway, we also watched Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 8, Chapter Titled. Chasing Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a Chasing Amy reference? <laughs> Tanya, can you blur me up? Sure thing. The blurb for Season 5, Episode 8, Chasing Angela, is Corey convinces Sean to pursue a real relationship with Angela. Okay. And this episode was directed by Alan Meyerson, Three Aliens in a Trench Coat, and... What? Who was it written by? Matthew Nelson. Maddie Nels. So, this episode that was a continuation from last week's episode was not written by the same people that wrote last week's episode. It was episode. directed and written by different people. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I don't I don't dislike it. It's I mean it's a TV show. Mm -hmm. They have a writer's room who works on the script after the main person writes right. it, but still, yeah. Um so anyway, Tanya? Yes. Classroom or not? Not. Season 5 seems like a chubbies or not season. It does seem like a chubbies or not. That also sounds weird. Chubbies or not. Um, where do we start? We start previously on Boy oh, Meets World. Yeah, we do the previous. Previously. And we get to watch Sean have just a complete and total breakdown in the hallway again, where he gets like insanely intense and it's uncomfortable. And then we go to Chubbies. Yeah. And real quick, before we actually get into the meat of Boy Meets World, I do want to point out that our, my computer is going strange right now. Um, I think everything's recording okay. But if there are some weird skips and blips in this episode, that's why. It's because whatever we said didn't get recorded, and I tried to fix it and couldn't. There are a couple times in the past that's happened, and I just want to preface it, because if we just go from like, and then he said, well, yeah, that's why. It'll be interesting. So we start at Chubby's, uh, where... A girl is spelling out H-U-N-T-E-R like a cheerleader. And she's like, see, I can make a cheer out of anything. And Sean's like, and that's why they didn't let you on the cheerleading squad. 
And then it cuts to, and he, I think she says, let's make out or something. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to right in the booth, like two booths down, Angela and Ted. Ted. He starts, he says something about like where he calls himself Scooter. Yeah, because the coach calls him Scooter and the coach is like, Scooter, get in there and save the day. And And she's just like completely disinterested and she's just like, and then what happened, Scooter? And he's like, I went in and saved the day, of course. Uh, Do you want to make out? And then it cuts over to Corey and Topanga. Who are just, like, watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Topanga's watching Corey, mm-hmm. who is watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Creepily. And Corey's just like, gosh, I really, I need to tell Sean about the purse because, like, it's very obvious that he and Angela are meant for each other. And Topanga, for once, is like, you need to stay out of this. This is not your business. Like, this is their business. Leave it alone. Let's have our date or whatever. And Corey says, um, this is about the woman Sean could spend the rest of his life with. This isn't personal. And Topanga is annoyed. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Corey does have the best intentions. Like, mm-hmm. he just wants... Like, Corey is happy in his relationship. He wants Sean to be happy in a relationship, too. Mm-hmm. So he goes over. No, oh, no, Sean no, no. Comes over. Sean comes over. Yeah. And... Corey's like, hey, so just so you know, everything in that purse, it was Angela's. The sonnets, the Vivaldi, everything. It was all Angela's. And Sean was like, okay, why are you telling me this? He's like, because like you really, really like that girl. Like, and it's Angela and she's right over there. And Sean was like, we had our two week run and it was great, but like it's over. And we both made it clear two weeks. That's it. And Corey was like, yeah. Well, go look into her eyes and then tell me that she's not the one. And Sean's like, I'm not going to do that. And Corey was just like, go look into her eyes. And then Sean walks over, um, grabs the book of sonnets off the table. I guess in the middle of this date, Angela just has the book of sonnets sitting by her plate. Yeah. And uh, they talk about sonnets for a second. Sean starts giggling like a weirdo like he did in the last episode. Uh, And she's like, what are you doing? And then he goes, I need, or he turns back and looks at Corey and Corey goes, look in her eyes. And he looks into her eyes and he's just like, a, <gasps> and Angela's like, why are you looking at me like that? And Sean says, because I never have. And then he runs back over to Corey and he's just like, it's Angela. Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to talk about how this show is not famous for its um, like cohesive plots and and uh continuity yes but i would like to point out that there have been past seasons in which sean gets giggly over a girl and we haven't seen it much true who was it that he got giggly over before it's weird alex mack oh yeah yeah yeah. wait yeah yeah right i think yes where she was selling stuff or she was like raising money for some kind of fundraiser and then he took her on the picnic yeah. That was that was that. I think he got giggly over her. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, like yay, continuity. Sean's giggly when he likes someone a lot. Yay, we did a thing at the same that that follows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we go to the hallway at school. Mhm. And uh Sean and Corey are talking. Sean is freaking out, right? Like yeah. he's he's super nervous and Corey makes some comment about like, oh, Sean's in love, uh, which hasn't been established yet. Corey, back off. 
Right. So, um, Corey's like, you really, you need to talk to her. You need to tell her how you feel. Blah, 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 blah. Here she comes now. Well, and Sean says, uh, I just love this line. It was funny. Uh, Sean says, uh, I haven't even called her yet. And Corey's like, just call her. And he goes, I can't. I'm going to say something like, I want to have your babies. (laughs) And it's going to be weird. Um, And then Corey's like, you really need to talk to her. Here she comes now. And Sean runs into the janitor's closet. Mm -hmm. That's right there by where they're talking. Yeah. Um, And then Topanga comes over. Not Mm -hmm. Angela yet. Really? Topanga comes over and she's like, I just got these balloons. And they say happy anniversary from... I feel like Angela came over and then Corey was like, Sean's in the closet. And then... Uh, Angela walked away. Oh, that is possible. And then Topanga walks up with balloons. They're for, uh, from Norman. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I definitely told them it was from Corey. And um, they start talking about dinner plans. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go to, what is the place called? Borelli's. Bar- Borelli's. Um, Sarah Borelli's. For our anniversary. And she was like, didn't we just have our anniversary like two weeks ago? And he was like, no, we were doubling for my parents' anniversary. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, oh, so. I'm leaving Tanya's giggling in just so you know what it's like (laughs) when we record this episode. Um, Sorry, I'm laughing at Littlefoot crowing. Our chicken, yes, our, our rooster that is outside of our window crowing, I think. It sounds like it. No, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh, so Topanga seems flummoxed. She's just like, why, why are we doing this anniversary thing again? Whatever. And Corey's like, well, it's special. And then she's like, I don't even know when, when, when is our anniversary? And you hear Sean's voice come from the janitor's closet. It's Wednesday. And Topanga says. I don't remember. Oh, Topanga says. How does Janitor Bud know when our anniversary is? Mm. That was funny. But I guess Janitor Bud's st- still there. Uh, I hope... Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna leave this. A lot of times I cut out the crazy rooster noises. Uh, I'm really sorry if it's annoying. I don't know if it's going to be annoying. I feel like it's annoying. That's because you are annoyed by it. Like, you are annoyed by it in real time. True, but I also am very particular about audio on a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it really needs to constantly sound good and when there's noises in the background i hate it Mm -hmm. and now there's a rooster screaming almost into the microphone so anyway um i apologize if you hate it i'm i'm and tanya is thankful if you love it (laughs) so um sean is freaking out He's talking to Topanga and Corey about how, like, he doesn't even remember, like, it's everything he's ever learned about girls has been erased from his brain because he just feels like, <laughs> like it's, uh, uh, I can't do it. Tanya, you said, you tell him, you, you tell people. <laughs> the rooster is throwing me off because it's making me upset. So he's saying like everything that he's ever known about girls, like it's just completely it's a race from his brain. And this girl walks by and he's like, hello, sir. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. And, you know, Corey's like, calm down, whatever. You need to talk to Angela. And then Angela comes up and she's just like, Sean, 
hey, I was thinking about you. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, he starts to run away and mm-hmm. Topanga grabs him and she's like, go back. Um, And uh, Angela says, do you want to go and get something to eat like in a couple days or whatever? And he's like, yeah, I would love that. And she's like, I, I found this for you and I thought of you. So here and hands him something. Um, and then she leaves. She's just like quick, asks him to dinner, gives him something and then leaves. With the confidence of Angela. <laughs> Good point. Um, so, uh, anyway, the Sean, he got a, a seashell. Right. And Topanga's like, do you like seashells? And Sean's like, I do. I like this one. And we cut to the apartment. Finally, we get to see Jack and Eric. Woo! Yay! Jack and Eric are in the apartment. Oh, you want me to go? Oh, or well, you want to go? Well, you're better at podcasting today. So, um, Jack is talking about how, oh, he's on the phone with his parents, and it's clear that they are going to be on a cruise for Thanksgiving, and Jack is bummed. They hang up, and Jack is like, Eric, I'm going to be alone for Thanksgiving, and Eric just goes, yep. And uh, Jack says that... Um, or Jack literally invites himself to Eric's family's Thanksgiving. He's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, I could do Thanksgiving with you guys. Um, and Eric's like, no, you know, we don't really like to have visitors for Thanksgiving because last year Feeney was there and he served us all only dark meat turkey. Because he ate all the white meat. Right. And uh, Jack is like, you know, you know what? Let's Let's have Thanksgiving here. And Eric is like, no, we will ruin Thanksgiving for so many. Wait. No. Backwards. Yeah. Eric says, let's have Thanksgiving here. And Jack says, we're going to ruin Thanksgiving for so many people. And Eric is like, really? I'm glad you weren't at Plymouth Rock. Oh, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go back to Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, now we cut back to the janitor's closet. Where Sean is going through his little black book, which is the size of an actual yellow pages. It's yeah, huge. It's big. It's got a nice cover. Yeah. It's better than our note-taking notebooks for oh, sure. Oh, so much better. We should get little black books. Yeah. Anyway, he's going through it and Corey's like, what is wrong with you? And Sean says, you know, I just, I'm trying to look up. Like, this is what I'd be giving up. And you don't understand this at all, what I'm giving up. And Corey's like, well, let me read it. And Sean goes, no, 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 no. There are some names in here that would really upset you and your family. <laughs> um, but Corey says, all right, you know what? I agree with you. Can you find one name in there that you would like to call and have a relationship with? Because if you do, then you're right. You shouldn't give this up. And Sean goes through it and he goes, Angela, the first name in the book. And she's the one I want a relationship with. But I don't know what to do. I'm scared. And Corey says, do you remember that movie where the nun had to call the air traffic controller and they had to teach her how to land a plane? I'll be your nun. You can call me. So basically, Corey is saying, like, I'm going to guide you. You're going to be able to do this whole relationship thing. Just follow my lead. Mm -hmm. So then we go to the apartment. We go back to the apartment. Thanksgiving is starting off badly. It's three days before Thanksgiving, and Eric is chiseling a giant block of ice that I guess has a turkey inside of it somewhere, because he's like, I guess. be a turkey. And Jack 
pulls a pumpkin pie out of the oven. It looks beautiful. And then he sticks a wooden spoon into the middle of it and is like, here, taste this. I was very confused. And Eric takes a sip of the pumpkin pie soup that comes out of the middle and goes, is this supposed to have bones? And then pulls a bone out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jack is like, oh, my gosh, we are really going to ruin Thanksgiving for everyone. And Eric's like, no, it's fine. Like, it is nobody cares about Thanksgiving. Like, it is the least important holiday to my family. Like, they really couldn't care less about it. Nobody even gives gifts. Right. And then we hear boom, boom, boom on the door. And they go to open the door. Jack opens the door and Alan is there. And he like puts Jack in like a chokehold or something. I don't uh-huh. know. He acts aggressively towards Jack the moment he walks into it's the true. apartment. And um, he's like, all right, I got to talk to you guys about Thanksgiving because it is the most important day of the year he, for me. He says, I'm sure Eric has told you. And Eric goes, yeah, I told him. And... Jack goes, no, he didn't. And Eric goes, don't listen to him, daddy. (laughs) And he's like, it's the most important day of the year for me. And then tells a story about Grandpa Charlie. Yeah, they like. Something about a watch. When he was little and they were, it was the first football game he ever watched. And then his, his grandfather gave him uh, a, a watch and then he went upstairs and he died. Yeah. So because of that, Thanksgiving is the most important day of the year for him. Sure. Um, and um, Alan gets up and he's like, so it better be good. Don't forget, three days till turkey. Um, and then we go to Chubby's. We go to Chubby's where we hear a song playing on the speakers. What song is that, Alden? Oh, it's Vivaldi's Four Seasons, which... I pointed out last week, I thought was the song. And, well, turns out I know one classical song. (laughs) (laughs) Sea Shanties and Vivaldi. One Vivaldi song, yes. Um... And uh, Sean and Angela are there. They're they're at their dinner. Mm -hmm, At Chubby's. And uh, Angela's like, Vivaldi? And Sean's like, yeah, I love it. And he says he wants to take her out to a movie. There's a new Van Damme movie. Angela loves Van Damme. Sean knows. Uh, She says, I can't go Friday. I have a date with Ted. And he's like, you're still seeing Ted? And she was like, yeah. He gets super upset. He gets up and walks over to Corey. Uh, Corey is is the, the air traffic controller for Sean's nun. And is telling him, like, no, get back in there. Tell her exactly how you feel. Don't you want what me and Topanga have? And so then Sean walks back over to Angela and is just like, I need to ask you something. He doesn't even sit down. Mm -hmm. He's just like, I need to ask you something. And she's like, okay. Just says you can ask me anything, Sean, which is such a sweet thing. Right. And Tanya. Yes. You can ask me anything. I do. I know. I ask you so much stuff all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I think it gets annoying. Yeah. No, I mean, no. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, a bunch. And then I said it again. Anyway. <laughs> um. So he says, what do you think about Corey and Topanga? And Angela just goes, oh, I think they're, you know, the perfect couple. They're so great. And Sean's like, oh, awesome. I 
think that we could have what they have. And Angela, like, is, I mean, again, so confident. She's just like, we're not even dating Sean. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what do you call this? And he was like, she was like, I asked you if you wanted to go get something to eat. And he goes, what about the seashell you gave me? And she goes, Sean, sometimes a seashell is just a seashell. And I want that shit on a shirt. Yep. Um, And he's, I mean, he gets so intense again. And it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's just like, you know, why can't we do this? And she's like, you said, like, we did our two weeks and it was a great two weeks. And... That's just what we do. And that's fine. Like, it doesn't have to be anything more than that. And Shauna's like, but we can have what Corey and Topanga have. And she gets uncomfortable and goes, look, I got to go. And our dog right next to us went, oh, it was very uh, uh, appropriate. Fred has impeccable timing. He really does. The amount of times that Fred has made us laugh because of, like, his comedic timing is probably, like... His hit rate on comedy is better than Adam Sandler's for sure. Um, <laughs> anyone's hit rate on comedic timing is better than Adam Sandler's for yeah. sure. Fred actually just looked up at me as I said that, like, did you just compare me to Adam Sandler, motherfucker? Anybody else. Anybody. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Adam Sandler? No. So we go back to school. Right. Sean is like banging on the lockers because he's mad at himself. He like, I feel like he hit his head on the locker. I'm not sure. I was looking down writing. I think he hit his head on the locker. I don't like that. Me either. Um, And, you know, he's again, like almost like blaming Corey. Like, you told me. He's like, nuns can't even fly planes. I crashed and burned. And then Corey's like, give me that and grabs his black. <laughs> he grabs his black book <laughs> and screams. Ah! That's my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was so funny. Uh, and then Corey like goes in close to him, and he's like, "Look, let me tell you a story about when I was in a sand the sandbox with Topanga, and she wanted to date Joey Hutchinson, and so I told Joey, you know what, Joey? I bet you could fly." And Joey goes up to the monkey bars. And let me tell you, for that brief second, Joey flew. And I turned to Cor- uh, Topanga and I said, you have beautiful lips. And Shauna's like, you told her she has beautiful lips at four years old? And Corey goes, yeah. And I told her she had a nice tushy too. <laughs> and then I kissed her. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I want that. And we go back to Chubby's. A- Angela is sitting there with Ted again. Mm-hmm. Scooter Ted. Yeah, they're on a date, but they're... On the same side mm-hmm. of the booth this time? Yeah. That way Sean can come in and sit down and right. have a conversation. I, think, I thought it was more like Angela's so disinterested in him that she didn't want to have to look at him while they were eating. Maybe. Let's let's go with that instead of an easy writing uh, moment. And Sean comes barreling into Chubby's, barreling into the booth. And he's just like, Angela, hear me out. And she's just like, Sean, I'm on a date right now. And... And Sean just starts talking. Well, and Sean says, Ted, you don't mind, right? And Ted goes, yeah, you can, you can have a minute. And uh, so he starts explaining his feelings. And uh, Ted at one point offers Fred a fry. What? Fred? <laughs> Our dog? <laughs> Ted offers 
I literally fed Fred, fed Fred French fries last night. So maybe I'm Ted in this situation. Anyway, what were we talking about? There's an episode, and Sean is telling Angela how she feel or he feels, and Ted is like, "Uh, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. I'm leaving." He's like, I'm taking my food and I'm going. And Angela's like, Ted. And he's like, what? I paid for these. I can take them. And he leaves. Mm -hmm. And Sean basically just describes like, sure, we had our two weeks or whatever, but we like all of the same things. We like the same music. We like the same movies. We like to eat the same foods. We could be really good together. We should give this a chance. And then she basically like agrees with her eyes. Mm hmm. So we cut to the kitchen at the Matthews house, which we don't see a lot these days. Yeah, we hardly ever see it. But Corey is like coming down the stairs and he's on the phone. He's ordering plants. Mm -hmm. And Alan hears him and he's like, Corey, what are you doing? And he's like, I just can't decide if I should get her the fern or the ficus for our anniversary. It would have been the fern. The fern fern is better than a ficus. Uh, And Alan is like, Corey, how long have you and Topanga even been together? And Corey goes, it feels like so long. And Alan's like, yeah, sometimes it feels like you've been together longer than me and your mother. And uh, Corey goes, well, listen, Dad, tonight there's going to be romance in the air. And Alan takes the his newspaper and he goes, you're 90 and hits him over the head. Um, and Sean comes down the stairs dressed in a suit and it's Corey's suit. And Corey basically briefs him on like how the date should go. He's like, you're going to go to... Borelli's. Sarah Borelli's, yeah. And you're going to knock her off her feet and blah, 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 blah. And Sean's not quite sure about it. He doesn't feel very comfortable with the whole thing. But then we go to Sarah Borelli's and she wrote uh, Waitress, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Waitress is a wonderful musical. Um, it is good. Anyway, so Sean is uncomfortable. He's there in the suit with, with Angela. She's uncomfortable. Um, they both have no idea what they're doing there in this nice place. And they're not really making like conversation, conversation, like they're both, well, I don't think that Angela is trying to put on like false pretenses, but Sean is Mm -hmm. like, he's trying to impress her and come off differently than he is. And, uh, Corey and Topanga walk in at the same time and they're fighting as they walk in. I don't remember why. I don't think we know why yet. No, we don't know why yet. Um, and they walk by Sean and and Angela, and Corey is just like, fancy meeting you guys here. And he's wearing the exact same suit as yeah. Sean, and they go sit at their table, and um, Corey just keeps going on and on about Sean and Angela. Like mm-hmm. He's like staring at their table, and Topanga's like, you're not even paying attention to me like what are we even doing here and Corey starts saying things like oh these two love birds are just blah blah you know he's talking mm-hmm. like an old man and Topanga is like why are you talking like that we are 17 and Corey is like well um um well Corey is being a creep right I don't remember what he says it doesn't matter right and Topanga is very upset and then it cuts over to Sean and Angela and Angela's like listen Sean I really thought you knew me but if you took me here I I guess you didn't 
And they have like a little conversation about like what's on the table or whatever. And the, the waiter comes over to take their order. And um, he's like, you didn't like the pate. And Sean is just like, I don't even know what this is. Um, and uh, they kind of have a conversation about the fact that like Sean is trying to make himself out to be something different. Have you ever um, had pate? Yeah. I've never had pate. I have. It's really weird mm. because there was like a stretch of time in my life where my oldest sister, who like lives out of state now, she lived like across the street from my mom. Mm-hmm. And she always threw like everybody's baby showers, everybody's wedding showers and everything at her house. Like, and the food that was there, like I had caviar like four times in one year at one point. Like I never had caviar before in my life. More importantly, how is pate? I like it. So when I think about it, for some reason, I remember it having like a mushroomy taste. Uh But I don't know. There's not a lot of foods that I don't like. True. So Hmm. I'm not the best person to ask. I liked it because I just like to eat food. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Tell us what you think about pate because I've never had it. I don't even know if I can have it. You probably can't. Bummer. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Anyway, um, I have the stomach of, um, I don't know. Most animals have better stomachs than me. Yeah, I don't. I think baby birds, they could eat smushed up worms. I bet my stomach would reject that. Mm, Good point. Anyway, uh, Sean basically tells Angela, I just want what Corey and Topanga have. And Corey, you know, I'm doing all this because of Corey, but because I want what they have. And he gets very vulnerable about the fact that, like, he's never really wanted to be in a relationship before. And he wants to be in a relationship with her so badly. Um, And she, in turn, is like, yeah, but, like, we aren't being ourselves right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So they talk it out. Well, and... And Angela says, like, I mean, really, what I'm afraid of is that. And it po- it, sh- it pans over to Corey and Topanga, who are now all out arguing. Right. Topanga is freaking out. It's really just Topanga. Right. Um, And for once, I feel like it is with good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, she is being forced to celebrate all of these anniversaries. She's like, which anniversary is this? Is it our first date? Is it our first kiss? Like, what are we celebrating tonight? And he's mm-hmm. like, our first time eating at Borelli's. And she's like, that's it. Like, I'm she, done. She I goes, don't even like yeah. Borelli's. Like, you, you've you brought me here a million times and I don't even like it. And the waiter comes over and he's very uncomfortable. And he's like, Topanga, I need you to keep it down. And she goes, Grr! and he goes, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So they continue arguing and Sean is saying like they don't hate each other like they love each other so much like they're going to be fine and we could be fine too like people who love each other can't get to the point where they hate each other right I think is not accurate but I don't know I mean I think that's not accurate yes it's clearly not accurate Mm -hmm. Um, it just takes the right situation right one day you'll find that (laughs) But it it cuts over again to Corey and Topanga, and she's, like, freaking out on him. And, and so she starts freaking out more because mm-hmm. he's just being calm. Right. Do you, I, know, I, do, you, do you know what that's like, Tanya? Too well. And let me tell you, Topanga's reaction was very accurate. Yeah. Because, like, 
why aren't you saying anything? Yeah. Do you feel nothing about this situation? Like, I'm standing here screaming in the middle of a restaurant and you're just like staring at me with a pleasant expression on your face? Like, what is wrong with you? And do you care about how I feel about things? Right. And Corey says, but I just love you so much. I can't get that mad at you. And then everything's fixed. Yeah. I wish it was that easy. Then they knock everything off of the table because she goes, I just want to be 17. And he was like, me too. And so then I guess 17 year olds wreak havoc. So they just like knock everything off the table and start making out on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean just like, see, like they're good. And they're then, good to go. And at that point, Angela's like, ooh, I do want what they have. Right. I do want to knock over everything and lay on the table. And then they order hamburgers. Yeah. And because Mr. Borelli's or whoever the host is, is just like, you can have anything you want at Borelli's. And they order hamburgers with mm-hmm. fries and they that's what they're going to get. And that's the episode until we go to the post credit scene. It's the apartment. Mm-hmm. It's apparently Thanksgiving. They have an Easter basket and a Santa Claus and that's all they have. And yep. there's like, what were they pulling? Was it paper, uh, paper towels? towels? Jack was pulling out a roll of paper towels from the kitchen, but like as a sheet, like mm-hmm. he was letting it unroll into the living. I don't know why, but I don't either. That's what he was doing. I don't know whether maybe the ice block had melted all over the floor or something. I feel like he was going to use it as a tablecloth. Oh, maybe. Uh, and he, he's just like, we ruined this for everybody. This sucks. Uh, everybody's about to show up and we don't have any food. All we have is an Easter bunny. And a Santa Claus. And then the door. Knock, knock, knock. And in comes Morgan. Morgan kicks the door in. And Mr. Feeney. And the Matthews parents. And Corey and Topanga. And Sean and Angela. And everybody's carrying so much food. Right. And Alan is just like, you didn't really think we had any faith in you, did we? Which sucks. But he was right, which makes it hurt more. Right. Um, And Mr. Feeney goes over and starts carving the turkey. And he's like, everybody wants dark meat, right? And they're like, no. uh, Dark meat is the best meat. Yes, I agree. It's the least dry all the time. Yeah. I think turkey breast can be cooked well. But when you cook an entire turkey, the dark meat is always better. It's never not better. Agreed. Um, Anyway, so that's where the episode ends. Um, so Tanya? Yes. How'd you feel about this episode? I love this episode. I love it. I love how much Angela was there. Like, I just love her so much. I love how she dresses. All of her clothes are just amazing. And I love her personality. She has so much character and like she is one of those people who she portrays so much through her expressions and doesn't she's soft-spoken so she doesn't have to like overuse words because she's already communicating everything in her face and her body language she's so great yeah um and i so When I talk about Sean being so intense, it's uncomfortable. I realize that like that can come off as like a negative thing that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. 
But I also think like his intensity that is uncomfortable is there because he is so insecure and everything is so new to him all the time. Like when it comes to his family or Mr. Turner or anything like that, he has expressed things in such like an explosive manner because he bottles everything up for so long. And he's like, oh my gosh, these are new things that I'm feeling and learning and I don't know what to do with it all. So like when I say that about his intensity being uncomfortable, I don't mean it to sound negative because I think it's a very important part of his character. Right. Um, but I'm so happy that they are together. Generally, I think I would talk about how irritating I thought Topanga was, but I related to her way too much in this episode to feel that way. You're allowed to like her some episodes. Yeah. Like she, she still like spoke in a grating manner, but the things that she was saying were not wrong. Right. I I think when you're speaking that way to someone... Um, without a good purpose, mm-hmm. like you're wasting that and you're just being annoying. Mm-hmm. And in this case, she was just so frustrated that that's mm-hmm. why she was coming off that way. And I think when you get to that point, it's okay to express express your frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have done it a little bit better, but I don't know. It, Corey wasn't listening. Right. So that's why it gets to the point where she's just like exploding. Right. And it's easy to say like, Corey's always been this way. He's always been an old man and he's always been neurotic and she's been with him since she was four years old. Like she should know that about him and kind of be more accepting. But at the same time, as people learn and grow and shift and change, I think it's a frustrating thing to watch someone stay with those habits Um, even if they, I mean, he's not mean spirited, he's not doing anything wrong, but he's not listening either. And so Corey's being neurotic brings some of the most hilarious things to the table, but I could never have dated him like Mm. in a million years. But I love the episode. I love the tiny blips of Jack and Eric, like so much. It, was completely non-consequential to the episode. Like, it just didn't even fit there, but it was amazing anyway. Yeah. And that's how I felt about the episode. How'd you feel about the episode? I thought it was great. Um, All that stuff you said, I guess. (laughs) This is one where there's not a whole lot to say, really. It was a good episode. It was was important to build Sean's character and Angela's character. Um, Eric and Jack were there as comedic support. Um, Corey's... Um, Corey's part in the show was important. This mm-hmm. is one of those episodes where it was important to hear the way he that he was handling things with Sean mm-hmm. because it helped Sean bounce these um, new and confusing thoughts off someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, Sean's bouncing his thoughts off of Corey ended up being a thing where Corey was learning things about himself by the end mm-hmm. um, because Corey doesn't know himself as well as he thinks he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Topanga was fine. Like you everything you said is right. Like she was, she was kind of the same character this episode, but with good reason. Like if she had good reason every time it would make sense. But I also think it's clear to me, like even here and everything leading up to here, their relationship isn't where they want it. Mm-hmm. Their relationship isn't what they want. 
um, they aren't in the same place emotionally and mentally. Right. And it's not healthy for either of them. Right. Um, so even right here where they they kiss and make up at the end, it still is like a, yeah, but you guys didn't really solve anything. Right. Neither of them are trying to understand really what the other one is saying. They're just like, oh, okay, like we're fine now. Right. And um, what I think is important about this episode in particular and then like going forward is that I think Sean can learn from the negatives mm-hmm. and be like, I'm not going to be like that right. at all. Um, I'm going to try to have a good relationship, but I'm not, I don't need to be like that. But, and I, I think too, this, this showed a rare self-awareness of that in, in the writing mm-hmm. room in that pe- they were literally writing a story where Corey and Topanga weren't great. And Sean was still going, yeah, I just want that. And he's not seeing how awful their relationship can be. Right. And the writers were literally pointing out to you in your face, like, Hey, their relationship isn't great. Right. But they do love each other. Sure. And they can work it out. And so I don't know. I, I think, um, what the writers were portraying was, I don't know, like, a. You don't have to be on the same wavelength to love each other. Right. That's true in this episode. Anyway, that's how I feel about this episode. This episode is very long of our podcast, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Feels like we've been sitting here for hours. That's just because you hate looking into my eyes. I love looking into your eyes. Um, it's Alden. We always, Ted and Ted and Angela, our restaurant visits. We, <laughs> we sit on the sit same next side. to each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That would be so... I mean, there are people who do it. I like, know. And they like doing that. Yeah. I and, mean, I guess you would feel closer to the person. Right. You could, like, snuggle up and eat. Uh-huh. But I like to look at you. Aw. Well, we haven't been to a restaurant in over a year. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, anything else you want to say? Um. I do have something to say. Last week, and he, and he and this person has done it before... Um, we have gotten like a live tweet of our episodes from Flower Boy T at on Twitter, and it is so delightful. Yeah, to sort of like uh, watch someone's reactions like as it's happening, and I just I just love it so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and and I think. W- we we focus so much on the Facebook page that mm-hmm. that we we neglect. <clears throat> that we neglect the Twitter side of it and, mm-hmm. and other stuff. Like, we appreciate everybody who, who interacts with us. Like, it's crazy. We were just talking this morning. Like, it's crazy to us that anybody we don't know listens to our voices and and continues to. Like, it's weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's so appreciated. Like, we just enjoy doing the show together. And uh, it's really cool that there's people out there that we can, we've gotten to know and get to talk to mm-hmm. on a regular basis because of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We really, that, really appreciate yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, anything else you want to say? Um, you can find us. Yeah. On Twitter with Flower Boy T, um, at BMG and BMW. Uh, you can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group. And just go on to Facebook, type Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World in the search bar and then click uh, join. And Alden will preview and then you can talk to us. Yep. 
We have lots of fun conversations in there. Mm-hmm. We do. Anyway, anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Uh, watch every- WandaVision. Watch WandaVision. Be safe. It's going to be a rough week. I hope everything goes well. Um, um, be wonderful, because you guys always are. <laughs> Thank you. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 8. Class dismissed.